Okay, so uh, congratulations. We've been recording and publishing Metanosis episodes for about a year now, a little over a year. How does it feel? Uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> do, you, do you regret it, or do you <laughs> think that it's been a positive thing? <laughs> It's been it's been a positive thing. Uh, I, I I don't know. I guess I didn't thought back to the overall uh, trajectory much. Um, well, good thing that we're we're gonna do that today, so <laughs> <laughs> you will get a chance to think about it. <laughs> but uh, yes, so I think we started in September in 2019, and now it's in the middle of October 2020 about a year uh it's been a uh, pretty interesting and i think that a lot of things have changed and some things have not changed and we'll be talking about that today but to start we thought we would go through what our favorite episodes have been so this is our personal opinions um on the top five episodes that we like from our corpus overall we've recorded 46 episodes this will be episode uh, well, this will be episode 46, but we had a zeroth episode, which was the, what was it? The introduction episode. <laughs> so, so yeah. was that one. Yeah. Maybe my, I don't, maybe I, I don't even see this as having been a year because it's been much longer since we've started the project. So I guess the year mark maybe doesn't seem, didn't strike anything uh, in particular to me. Yeah, but yeah, it's that's just a good point. yeah. Officially, like if you look at yeah, you know, the podcast online, it's been a year, but there wasn't really a huge change right when we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there was something that changed, but yeah, it didn't feel as significant a change as for someone that's listening and they can't listen for anything before then. <laughs> so, pretty significant change for them. Or maybe us in, like, the future, like, we'll barely remember uh, what came before. Like, we'll just, we'll have to think about it. Um, and then, but w- when we look on the podcast, it'll be like, oh, we started in 2019 or whatever. Ah, yeah, that's a, that's a good hypothesis. I can already tell that I have much worse memories of <laughs> what exactly we did. I remember doing things, but not exactly what it was that we did. <laughs> Oh, we did like the same thing. We we like record. We recorded, yeah, you know, conversations. We just didn't put them up. Oh yeah, I I know that, but I mean the particular topics that we talked about. Oh yeah, I I went back to like the recordings and some of that stuff, so I remember a little bit. Okay. Yeah, maybe just to give people a little bit of context for what we're talking about here. So if you listen to our introduction episode, we explain this as well, but basically how it was is that Yuda and I, we were both uh, students at Reed College in junior year, and we decided 
to record some of our conversations just kind of for fun. And we had an idea of doing a podcast, but we didn't really do anything serious about it. Uh, and that lasted for about a year, maybe even a little more than a year. Yeah, yeah. it started like sophomore year, like spring. Okay. And then, oh, like, so even earlier than that. Yeah, over the summer a bit. But yeah, right, I don't yeah. think it was as consistent and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, but it, it did, yeah, it started because like it began, uh, I did like a couple episodes with some other people and I, I think you might I think you were at one of them maybe but that yeah that was even less official and then oh, yeah, I, 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 yeah and then I had the idea to it in this format yeah mm-hmm. yeah our style of conversation was very different and I think that was one of the motivating factors for starting in the first place was that we wanted to be a little bit more consistent a little bit more uh, focused <laughs> And we thought that publishing would help uh, motivate us to do that. Or at yeah. least I think that was part of my <clears throat> rationale. <laughs> and like Reed had a, a radio recording mm. room like for K-Rock. And so it seemed like a good place to do this kind of thing. But it ended up, it just has like the worst acoustics <laughs> of, of anywhere. It's just, I don't, Yeah, it's just like open windows and tiny enclosed space. And air yeah. conditioning unit that was like yeah <laughs> so loud <laughs> it was really bad yeah that was that was very ironic we we had the great access to that recording studio and we borrowed equipment but we just wouldn't record in the oh, studio yeah. <laughs> I didn't, that that place was not great but i meant you know k-rock is the other place it's even worse oh it's in that's the right. student union yeah even before we went to the actual recording studio we were recording in the school radio station room that was like half abandoned. People yeah. would just randomly come in to talk <laughs> on the radio station, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I seem to remember one of the, um, I think it was from 1 a, one a.m. to 3 a.m. was uh, whale noises. <laughs> <laughs> we will play that. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> reserved for whale noises. <laughs> yeah. I think we actually did talk on the radio station once, right? Yeah, yeah. That was great. Man, <laughs> memories. <laughs> yeah, so we, we've come from humble beginnings, and here we are with uh, some some listenership and 46 episodes under our belts. <laughs> so. Uh, humble beginnings <clears throat> to humble outcomes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good summary. We didn't start with much, and we still don't have very much. But, yeah. Uh, of those 46, though, not all of them have been equivalent in quality, uh, both objectively and subjectively. So we'll go through the subjective part first, and then maybe we can talk about the objective part. But I, when I was thinking about this, <clears throat> there were sort of two main dimensions that I thought of them along. Uh, the first was the quality of the episode, so, like, how well we stayed on track, how focused we were on the material, and how um, sort of novel the results of talking about it were. And then the second dimension was how personally interesting was it to me. So, I think uh, those highly correlated for the most part, but they were sort of two different considerations that seemed the most important to me. Um, I think that overall I ended up weighing what I'm calling the quality of the episode more in my judgment, because the ones that we, that I was just like very personally interested in, 
Um, <clears throat> I think that the quality was okay for those ones um, for the most part, but there were a few that had both of these that, that I was really interested in and were good quality. So those are the ones that made my list. So in particular, um, my top five favorite episodes were number one, um, Scalia and the Law. So this is the one where we talked about um, a section of a book that Scalia wrote, uh, and it was about sort of considering, what was it called, uh, judicial objectivity or uh, objective intent. And I thought that was really interesting, and I thought the episode turned out really well. It was totally good to listen to. And um, number two was our On Morality episode. So we did this one after we talked about the morality of nationalism, and that one was a little rocky, and I think there were a lot of things that we were clearly not uh, on the same page for. And then I think in this episode on morality, we really came to an interesting convergence, and I learned some things about my own views and had come, come came to new views that I found were very rewarding. Um, number three was, uh, uh, do, do you want me to just kind of plow through these, or do you want to respond to them? I, I don't know if I'm cutting you off. Yeah, I think this is good. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, I'll continue this way then. So number three is uh, the Persona, Mulholland Drive, and Clause of Sils Maria episode. Uh, this one, I think, was the third episode that we did that was a sort of film analysis. And <clears throat> I think that the first two were okay, but this one I think we really did a good job with in, in terms of film analysis. Um, it wasn't just telling, like talking about how much we liked the movies, <laughs> which I think the other ones were kind of along those lines, um, but it really got into saying something interesting about the films and uh what was unique about this one was like combining a thesis about multiple films um and most recently we did the Kaufman one which i think was similar but these were just so similar on that aspect that i chose this one because i thought it was better overall and i haven't listened to the recent one yet again uh number four is the elon musk and kanye west episode I just thought that one was so cool. <laughs> like, it just went in such unexpected directions, and it was a really fun episode. And I think that I came out of it with a lot of new ideas uh, that I, I thought was very uh, interesting to listen to and interesting to experience firsthand as well. <laughs> and then finally, number five was our geopolitics episode with Alex. So this was the second one that we had uh, Alex on for. No, was it? Yeah, the, I think that's right. Okay, and then we did the the read one after that. Oh, right. Uh, that may I have been exactly. before, but we had the synthetic biology one first. Right, yeah, that was the very first one. So this one, I think that um, after getting sort of acquainted with Alex uh, already with all of us, uh, this one turned out really well. It was a good conversation, and we talked about a lot of things that none of us were very alex was more informed about things on and then we were asking questions and i found that really entertaining and <clears throat> i think that it wasn't just a run-of-the-mill like summary of geopolitics i thought we got into some interesting particular questions so uh that's one that i would recommend to other people especially <laughs> 
So yeah, that's my top five. There were a couple others that made my honorable mentions list, but I uh, not quite in the top five. Okay, wow, this that was really interesting because we didn't discuss like what episodes we were thinking of beforehand, and we we didn't really yeah oh, talk yeah. about which <laughs> we ones were our that. favorites beforehand. So I, I had no idea which ones he would choose, and mm-hmm. like you know, out of forty six episodes. Uh, it was pretty wide open. Uh, yeah, I had no no idea which ones we choose, but I, it ended up being you, three of your top five are in my top five. I, th- oh. I thought that was crazy. But, oh. I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> yeah, we actually uh, like sometimes after episodes we talk to each other about like uh, that one was really good or that one was okay. <laughs> and I think yeah. there's only been like maybe. Th- around three that we actually like agreed afterward uh explicitly that we thought it was a good episode <laughs> yeah I, I don't yeah i don't really maybe some some i mean some of these are so long I, yeah i don't even remember i think the on the morality one we talked about both liking but the others yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think we re, i don't remember i at least i didn't know what your opinion of them was going to be mm-hmm. um but yeah, the first one for me was on morality. That was your number two. Yeah, I, that one. It's it's like it's kind of very. It was an abstract discussion and not. It was it was very individual. Like it, it wasn't really based off of a reading that we did or some other person's theories, but mm-hmm. it's not. And that doesn't always go well. But yeah, I, I thought. <laughs> I thought that was our best episode. Super long episode also. Yeah. Um, and the episode right before it that kind of led up to it didn't go nearly as well for, for some reason. Even though they're, they're pretty closely related. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Number two, I did personality and the big five. Ah, uh, okay. So that was our first one chronologically that we published yeah and yeah and that one we recorded before we like we didn't know that we were going to upload that one um because it was before we were doing that but oh yeah that's right so we didn't know at the time that we were going to publish that one yeah and yeah i i saw that this one was downloaded a lot and always kind of puzzled me like i liked (laughs) it but i didn't see why anyone else would choose that one over other episodes but uh, I guess yeah. I guess the topic was interesting. It wasn't like the most polished conversation we have, but I had yeah, I'd done the research and then we both found the topic interesting. Um, it's kind of kind of a practical topic in that it, it applies to things we see every day. And then th- number three was Scully and the Law. Hmm. <laughs> What which one what uh rank was that for you? That one was my number one. Okay, yeah, okay. That was number th- three, yeah. Uh yeah, th- I thought it was crazy we picked that one. That was one was from so long ago. And but out <laughs> out of forty five six episodes, we both chose that. Um Yeah. So it's only gone downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I guess I I really enjoyed. I, I yeah. I I liked Scalia for a long, very long time. Like since probably early high school, and 
Hmm. I hadn't, I hadn't read this book, and I hadn't read too much by him. Mostly shorter things than I'd seen, like interviews and speeches he'd done. But yeah, I, I was a fan of his already, and this book was—it just displayed his personality extremely well. I thought, and his personality is like very tied to how he makes his arguments, and and yeah, I also thought they were great arguments. <laughs> so yeah, that was a lot of fun to talk about. Yeah, that was your topic that you brought up, and I don't think I'd ever read anything by Scalia beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, um, oh, f- number four, I did I did our Trump episodes. I, I just oh. picked pick, pick both of them because I, I thought of them as part of the same conversation. But <laughs> The Trump cast series? <laughs> yeah, Trump cast number one and two. Yeah. Uh, so the second one we had Marcus on as a guest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I still think this is such an interesting topic, and it's hard to talk about it in a in a way that's interesting or enlightening. But uh, yeah, I was able to to find some things that were interesting, and and help um, you know to have to talk about it with you and, and then with. Marcus, who it it just ended up not being a very political conversation. I think that's it, that's just the way it has to go. <laughs> if you uh, kind of kind of want to um, have it some insights not, about Trump, it was not a political conversation. Is that what you meant? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then five was, I mean, Persona, Mulholland uh, Drive, and Clouds of Silver Maria. So mm. yeah, I thought that was. Crazy that we both picked that one. <laughs> I, I had no idea you wouldn't pick that one also. Um, huh, yeah. Yes, Scalia one and, yeah, the Persona one or the movie one, I didn't know you would choose. I thought On Morality maybe might make it somewhere in there, but, yeah, the yeah the Persona, Mulholland Drive, and Clouds, it's such a, the topic, the title is pretty terrible. Uh, or <laughs> maybe, it, it's not the best. It's just three movie titles, but or is that our title? I forget what our title exactly is, but um, yeah, the uh, I forget exactly, but the, that's the title is Persona Mahondra. I mean, it calls it Sils Maria, and then we have a subtitle which is uh, Double Women in Film. Oh yeah, maybe we should have reversed that, but yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, our our topic was basically. Our conversation was basically about the double woman thing and not like about all everything about all three movies. But right. I, I thought it was. Yeah, I, like before the conversation, I felt like I didn't really understand some of the movies, especially Mulholland Drive. I didn't, I didn't understand at all. And then by the end, I thought I had a pretty good grasp of, of the movie. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I found that a very interesting one. So yeah, our list core are sixty percent of the same <laughs> titles, and yeah, I, I don't know. For me, the ranking didn't matter that much. Yeah, but, same. Yeah, so sixty percent basically the same list. Yeah. Huh. Wow. I I say I'm pretty surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I think that I would have expected that 
we would have a general consensus on which episodes went well and which which episodes went badly but i didn't think that we would have the same favorite episodes yeah that's yeah that's very different yeah to yeah just have the same ones that we like if we like like 20 episodes we could still have totally different top five lists <laughs> right right yeah uh i think that what i'm most surprised by is that you put Trumpcast on there <laughs> <laughs> i i didn't know that you you thought those turned out so well what you didn't like them i i thought they were fine i i guess i wasn't <laughs> sure what to think of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i guess thinking back on it there are the conversations about Trump that I've enjoyed the most out of all conversations about, <laughs> about Trump. <laughs> yeah, like the second one we talked about, like the media a lot, and um, <laughs> I, we called it like media symbiosis or something. It, it oh, was, right, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was just, yeah, an important part of what the Trump thing is. Um it's not, you know, it's not just this one crazy bad guy. It's like he, he only exists because of the environment that he came into. And then, yeah, the first one we talked about, like the rallies also, that, that was oh yeah fun to talk about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I enjoyed that one. Huh. Well, uh, we can get into the future in the the end but maybe we should do some another trump cast at some point <laughs> before you know he he's not on here anymore <laughs> oh we'll definitely have to do one if he loses <laughs> <laughs> well i think we'll do one either way right <laughs> oh yeah i mean yeah post-election we've we've got to uh do one yeah yeah i i do have something more to say about this but i i, I think i'll do this at the end yeah, I don't think we're going to have very many Biden casts. <laughs> <laughs> boring. I mean... <laughs> oh yeah, that would be a problem. It'd be too boring. Yeah, I suppose we could we could talk about Biden, but we just call it Trump cast anyway. Because <laughs> actually it's about Trump. Okay, so... Um, so we've gone through our favorite episodes. Uh, there were... Th- a few that I thought were good, I, I enjoyed them, but I think they might have been a little bit more on the personal enjoyment side rather than the objectively good episodes. I really liked the the Truth and Lie episode of Friedrich Nietzsche's essay, and I also really liked the Talking About Talking About Politics episode. Um, <laughs> the Truth and Lie one, I think I just really liked it because I liked reading that paper, and then the discussion was basically just like an expression of the paper itself. I don't know if we, uh, it was much of a great podcast. I don't know if I would recommend listening to the podcast instead of reading the paper, like something like that. And then yeah. for the talking about talking about politics episode, I really liked the thesis I had in that, but um, I don't I don't know how far it goes. <laughs> it might not be the most interesting to other people. Is my impression. Yeah, I I like the talking about talking about politics episode i yeah i don't know i could have chosen that one i think i didn't remember enough from it um but yeah i thought that was a good one i yeah and i i think i basically agree about the nature one 
I, I thought the paper was great. Uh, I don't. Yeah, for someone who hasn't read the paper, I, I don't know if I'd recommend that one. Right. And yeah. if you've read the paper, I think you got yeah a lot of what we talked about basically. Yeah, I guess that I would recommend it to someone that's read the paper and is interested in hearing what we think about it. <laughs> yeah, or maybe yeah, or maybe didn't understand it. Uh, oh very yeah, well. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then another one that I thought was almost good enough to get on the list was the art of comedy. I thought that one was it was a good, a well done episode. It was like very well executed. I don't know if the content was so interesting to me though. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty that was a pretty good one. Uh, it was very different from our usual episodes, just because. Um, yeah, Aditya, our guest, like it was his topic, and he really structured the conversation. Uh, according, you know, you know, with uh, the plan he had in mind, and and it went well. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it was kind. Of, it was kind of different. That was interesting. Yeah, I think it was one of our more well structured episodes. Like we we definitely were kept on track and talked about the whole topic for the whole time. Yeah. And there was like a central idea that we were uh, sort of, or like a thesis that we were following. So it wasn't just a freeform conversation as much. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think maybe that's why, even though it was like, yeah, well structured and everything, it, why we didn't, it wasn't at least my favorite is like, yeah, it, like the, because it wasn't as freeform, we couldn't like develop thoughts as well it was kind of like what was going to be said was kind of predetermined and then we kind of covered the topic but we didn't get you know somewhere different um from there Mm -hmm. yeah i think that uh we can improve our ability to do that sort of thing uh when having a guest on that we we explore their thesis and then we go beyond it but i think that that was early on or you know maybe in the first half of the episodes so we didn't have as much experience and i think that we're still getting to the point where we could do that very effectively yeah i think geopolitics episode is proof though that we we can do it to some extent so we just have to improve that ability yeah yeah i thought that was a good episode also so uh let's see uh i want to do two things one is compare it to what the top five uh episodes are by popularity in terms of number of people that listened and then also i want to talk about what our least favorite episodes were the worst episodes we think we've done (laughs) so just to do first to compare it to our top fives i'll read what the top five by listening numbers are so these are number one uh geopolitics uh, so I think we, I had that on my list. Did you have it on your top five? I forgot. No. Okay. <laughs> and then number two is the art of comedy. Unsurprising. I think actually that one is uh, one of the ones I would recommend to people that like want to try out our podcast. You know, I think it's very approachable and it's like, it's an interesting topic. And I think people 
and can like stay on track you don't have to like have listened to a lot of our other episodes to get a feel for what it's like yeah i think that's a good one to recommend yeah number three is personality and the big five so you were mentioning that this confused you like why the heck do people like this one so much yeah because my presentation of it i thought it was just not good even though <laughs> i personally found the topic very interesting like you know one thing is that i didn't even we didn't even plan on uploading it so i didn't yeah i maybe didn't put as much thought into how to present it but yeah i didn't <laughs> think it was presented well Mm-hmm. huh yeah yeah i i agree with that analysis i think that i remember the distinction we made between temperament and personality i still remember that and i thought it was an interesting result so maybe people listened to it heard that and then were like oh i'll share it with my friends so that's how it got more views <laughs> uh and then okay continuing Number four was our The Wealth of Nations episode, uh, The Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith. So that one was pretty popular. And then number five, uh, also perhaps unsurprisingly, is the Parasite review that we did. Wow, what? Okay, The Wealth of Nations one I don't get. The Parasite one, it's like, <laughs> I kind of understand just because that movie was so popular that mm-hmm. I'm sure the title alone would do that one, but... And it did win uh, the prize that you were. Oh yeah, not we talked about that. It to win. <laughs> yeah, but you hoped I won. Yeah, I, I hoped it would win, and I, I didn't think it would. Yeah, that, yeah. Very glad that it did. Yeah, definitely. That's so. I don't think the wealth of nations ha- has been up there uh, very often since uh, we did it. Like I haven't seen it up there, but huh. uh, that's weird. Fourth place wow yeah huh i i just checked it this evening so yeah, that's where I, I got the numbers yeah i'm from. looking at it right now it's yeah fourth place <laughs> interesting yeah i wonder <laughs> if something it got like rediscovered because i think gosh what number episode was that do you see it right there 22 22 okay so that was in the first half it's about uh six months ago yeah so yeah well the first two i i mean one of the reasons is that they're so high up is you know we had guests on which i think i mean clearly that's like a very good way to get listeners mm-hmm. you, you know we've almost actively avoided it yeah so <laughs> yeah I, yeah i don't know what to make of that I, I i feel like sometimes yeah we should be more we should do it more but other times I feel the opposite, yeah. Hmm. But you know, cl- clearly it's worked out in in making those episodes popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I should uh, at this point say thanks, Alex, for coming on and doing the geopolitics episode. I think it turned out really well, and definitely, and thanks to you. <laughs> and, and thanks to Aditya, and thanks to Aditya as well for doing the art of comedy. That one was very well received. And it was an enjoyable episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I think that we could stand to have guests on more often than we currently do. But I think we definitely should avoid overdoing it. So we should only do it when we think it's appropriate, not just for the sake of having a guest on, of course. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that we should never do. And yeah, 
I mean, we've talked about it before, but I mean, I, yeah, I'll watch a lot of podcasts and it's kind of, it's so crazy to me. Yeah. How people do it. I think a lot of times, <laughs> yeah, they just have a guest on just to have a guest on just to like, I, I don't even know, just because it's like the thing to do as a podcast and it give, gets you listeners and stuff like that. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of times they don't, they'll even just like, they'll get their questions by going on Twitter and being like, what should I ask this person? And then oh, yeah. you don't really get the sense throughout the interview that, you know, they had um, questions of their own or, or <laughs> a reason why they, they wanted to talk to this person in particular. Yeah, the interview, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a ramble. But yeah, we, we could probably get more uh, guests and still, um, yeah, and it could even add to our show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do what you're saying about there seems to be a demographic of <laughs> of podcasts where it's centered around having guests on and it's really nothing else other than like, oh, here's the guest to talk about their expertise or whatever. And the asking questions from the audience, I think that's a, it's a cool strategy and it can work uh, just fine. But you're right that it can be abused where <laughs> it's like they're just milking it for all the attention that you can get out of a single episode. And it can be a substitute for um, not having, you know, your own vision of how the conversation should go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some podcasts are in that sort of schedule where they've got to put out an episode regardless of how they feel about <laughs> the quality, really. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think, yeah, maybe most. Yeah, that's what I like about um, Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast. Hmm. Yeah, because even though he has some famous guests on, like he, he's just mentioned briefly, like he turned down like basically all the Democratic candidates for president, <laughs> other than like Bernie and Andrew Yang. Um, but he, yeah, and he like Kanye wanted to be on his podcast for like years, and just like today, I think it looks like that might actually happen again, but. Yeah, Kanye was begging to be on his podcast, and he was just Joe Rogan was just so like, no, I, I don't really want to do that right now. But right. yeah, so he there's just like nothing people can do, or like there's no amount of celebrity will, where he'll just have someone <laughs> on just because they're famous. He just has people on because he wants to talk to them, and I, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, no matter how much money Bloomberg puts in advertising, he can't get on the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> yeah, like Kanye West, I, I, like he doesn't give a lot of interviews. It's like, uh, yeah, it doesn't get bigger than that, really. And uh, yeah, uh, that was cool. He turned him down, even though I, I would love to see that conversation. And I can't wait for it to air if it does air. I love uh-huh. Kanye's interviews. Oh yes, very very interesting. Question, <laughs> as we've as we've discussed in the past. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I was very surprised you chose that episode actually. Oh really? Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't I didn't choose that one, even. But yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> I thought it was really fun, and I thought it was such a unique like idea that we were <laughs> developing. Yeah, yeah, I I, I liked it. And it yeah, I I thought it was. 
it was a good conversation. We like discovered some of uh, some similarities that were surprising. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, Kanye, he did go on the Joe Rogan experience, but then Joe just decided not to release it, right? No, no, he he didn't go on. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, they've talked like on the phone apparently, but but I I just saw on Twitter today it was it was uh, oh, <laughs> Kanye wow. was saying Joe says he'll let me uh, decorate his studio for my appearance. Oh. <laughs> I th- I think that tweet was today. So yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, that will be something to. No, uh, yeah, experience. I really think it'll be good <laughs> if it happens. <laughs> it'll certainly be interesting. I I know that for sure. <laughs> and the studio decoration. I mean, anything's better than what they have now. <laughs> it's nice. like the red, uh, like a red starship. Oh yeah, I guess that he just moved to Texas, so while well, he is working on decorating in general. Uh, well, I mean, it's looked the same, and so far, while he's there. Uh, uh so do we want to move on to the worst episode? Yeah. Uh, so, in addition to our top five episodes, we came up with the worst episode we think we've done. And I limited it to just one because I think that's plenty. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you want to go first? Well, yeah, I, I think there's been a few that we just deleted. Uh, oh, by the way, we, we, uh, we lost our video game episode and I think that one probably would have made it into my top five. Oh, yeah. And wow. Yeah, maybe top one. I don't know. But, and then, wow. Wait, which one um, was that? Uh, or uh, we can discuss it later. Yeah, but we recorded we, one about video vi- games in general yeah. or something in particular. Video games and art. Oh, it, right. It was like okay. based on the yeah the little thing I wrote up. Right, you wrote a medium post to to prompt it. And then our uh, what was it? Uh, the Bong Joon-ho movie, like Snowpiercer. Oh, Snowcrasher. Snow... Oh, Snow... Snowpiercer? Snowcrasher. <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a... I think that was a pretty decent episode. Yeah, yeah I thought that one was good. Uh, and then, yeah, we lost that one. Uh, yeah, maybe we can watch it again and talk about it at some point. <laughs> it's such <laughs> In a good... the future. Yeah, I thought that one was really good. Um, And then... Yeah, I... Th- I don't remember. I think we might have deleted a couple of bad ones. I I do remember the Christianity one. That that one was pretty bad. <laughs> just just because uh, we had a guest on and and you and uh, y- you guys were like half prepared. <laughs> so which the topic was pretty dry. So I get it. Oh, but... the the movie, the Temptation of Christ. Yeah, and, and then like it was like the Book of Matthew, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think I read the wrong thing. <laughs> I was reading the Gnostic thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, it was confusing instructions. But no, it wasn't confusing. I was just stupid. <laughs> I totally mixed up so many things. <laughs> I mixed uh, up the time that we were recording as well. <laughs> I don't uh, know what it, happened. It was a little confusing because I sent the Gnostic thing over, but 
Yeah. We also it, recorded it using like a phone app, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, we didn't even put that one up. And then, uh, okay, so the worst episode, though, I, that we did yeah, put up. Yeah, which I don't. I don't know. I guess we, if I, if we generally don't genuinely don't like an episode, I feel like we wouldn't put it up. And we have done that. Uh, yeah, so there is a certain threshold here where it can only get so bad to still stay up. <laughs> so the worst episode is not necessarily like we dislike it. It's just that of the, all the episodes, we don't like it the most. Yeah, so basically, there, yeah, there's like something I like about all of them. And I'll, I think I'll basically listen to all of them. And I have listened to all of them, but at some point I'll probably listen to all of them again or i would be open to it um hmm. but yeah i i chose the tax one oh, really? I, <laughs> I think i think it was called like tax optimal taxation yeah um that one i chose just because um you know i was going to re-listen to it but i didn't have the time um since we decided to do this topic but it uh, it was just kind of technical, I guess. Um, in like a kind of a math way, it was like, yeah, kind of the details of the policy, and it didn't really, from what I remember, get to uh, like an interesting topic uh, as much as I would have wanted. Hmm. Yeah. I remember that episode as well, and I remember feeling mixed about it afterward. I think that there were some things in it that I also just didn't understand correctly, <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't present it very well, or at least like the parts that I talked about, I don't think I presented very well. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm definitely going to go back to it. I the paper. I really I enjoyed reading the like, paper, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what I was saying. <laughs> the paper was good. Yeah, but it was maybe that's where we went wrong or where I went wrong where I don't know. I like the paper, but that doesn't always mean that it'll translate to a good discussion. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I remember the paper being good. Um, and yeah, there's definitely some interesting ideas that we talked about, but yeah, it seemed like it didn't add up to a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that in retrospect, we could have made that a good episode if we just put in more effort and maybe like redid the episode. Um, but there is definitely something to the idea of what would be good as a podcast episode and what's just good as a paper or whatever else we consumed. And I think we're still getting a sense of which is which. Yeah, yeah, I think stuff that's too detailed or to focus on the details and like policy details that alone just doesn't work but yeah with just tax taxes in general taxation <laughs> we that's definitely i think something you can do more with mm -hmm. maybe yeah if we weren't so narrowly focused on a paper or something like that yeah yeah i think if we had approached it from a higher level then it would have been a much more interesting thing to listen to yeah yeah, okay. How, how about you? Well, 
just before though, I wanted I was thinking of something. So we record or so we recorded a lot of conversations in the year and a half preceding uh publication. So do you think that any of those you remember as being good enough that you would have wished we'd published them? Oh, there were there were so many and I yeah, of course I'm probably oh, really? forgetting a lot um that I don't remember. But just from what I remember, hmm. the Jordan Peterson one I thought was very interesting. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> we actually we did sort of pseudo publish that one, right? We published it on like a different iTunes on account. the a- anchor thing or something, but yeah, yeah, I thought that one was very good. Uh, I think we might have done yeah a couple. It was really bad that. audio quality, though. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. I was recording with my phone in my bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then yeah, there was one on like thinking about like I I wrote a thing about like. Thinking about thinking, I think. Was it uh, thinking on one's own? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. You wrote like a nice, a little essay about that. Yeah, I I enjoyed that, and it ended up being about, or we ended up talking about like liberal arts colleges and yeah, why things have <laughs> deteriorated uh, <laughs> or gone the way that they have. And yeah, I thought I liked that one as well. But the Jordan Pearson one is probably. Uh, the one I found most interesting. Uh-huh. We, huh. Because it was, we talked about, just to recount a little bit, like, we didn't just talk about him straightforwardly, but it was about, like, why people are interested in him and why people hate him and why people like him. And uh, because it was just such a big phenomenon at the time. Mm-hmm. And may, maybe still would be if he's he had a... I mean, he's been hospitalized, basically, for a long time, but... Right. Yeah, that that one that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And we had just gone to one of his lectures, right? He had come to Portland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I forget if it was before or after that, but uh, um, we I think we talked about it before and after probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I forget which one we recorded though. <laughs> it wasn't much of a difference at that point. Uh yeah. I think I have a similar view as you. There were like a very few particular that I can still remember, but I assume that all the rest were just not very good. There were some that uh, there was like a selection that we did with guests where we just kind of like you were saying you talked to other people and sometimes I was there. And I thought that those ones like they were interesting to us to talk about, but we hadn't quite gotten into the right format to be a podcast, I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, there is one I did with like there. I, I was just around like four random people, so or random <laughs> like friends. So yeah, we just recorded a conversation. Uh, that, that was fun, but and I think that's where I uh, thought that this would be a fun thing to do, like regularly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, obviously it wasn't in that format that I did it. Yeah, and for good reason. <laughs> yeah, I think our conception. Well, th- this will definitely be something to talk about right after I give my worst episode. But how our conception of the podcast has changed over time. Yeah. Uh, so getting to that, uh, the worst episode, uh, or so the the least good <laughs> episode that we published, 
I think is the the, the talking about sports one because uh, you changed my mind about something. And that was awful. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but but in that one we talked about sports, and I thought basically all sports are pretty oh, but dumb. You, oh, but you're not kidding about the topic. <laughs> what? You, and you convinced me that football actually is not dumb. <laughs> wait, wait, what? I'm, okay, no, I'm I'm kidding. That's not the the worst I've said. I thought that one was pretty good. Oh, what the heck? Okay, I was, I was so confused. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been surprised if you chose the episode, but the, the reasoning obviously was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and all the other ones I've been correct from the beginning. Oh, so. wait, you thought that one was pretty good? Yeah, I thought that one was decent. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I like that one, but yeah, I didn't know what you would think. I didn't think it was one of our, like, top ten, but I think it was decent. Yeah, uh, but the real worst one I think was the the Reed College Hume One Ten story one. Huh. And yeah. I think this one we just executed it pretty badly, and we've talked about it uh, in retrospect about a lot of the things that we would have liked to change. And also, I think that um, not only was it executed badly, but we approached it badly. Like, I think we should have just done it in a totally different format. And I sort of am regretful of it because I think <laughs> it's a topic that's really important and we have like a very unique perspective on it that I think would make for a good episode, but it's just a terrible episode as it stands. And unfortunately, it's also one of the ones that's most widely circulated among people <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't, the execution wasn't the best. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we see we see that in the same way, and I mean, yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I mean, the topic is incredible. I, I think <laughs> it was incredible to live through. I mean, it was all over the news for, in like, it was all over like a certain type of news, like the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on the front page of the of the econ- like. It was like the most read article in the Economist for well, like a week or something. Um, mm-hmm uh yeah i yeah that's definitely um some a topic i want to go back to but Mm -hmm. if i wait too long i feel like i'm gonna forget too much but (laughs) and there's like people that there's someone that i want to interview about it but he goes to a different school now because you know partly because of what happens (laughs) actually there's multiple people who are like that (laughs) so yeah and I'm in touch with all of them, and I talk to them, but it's just, and yeah, I, they would come on, but I, yeah, what, I I don't know if I wanted to do it in person. That would have been much better uh, or something like that, I feel like, but yeah, great topic that could have been executed better. Yeah, and hopefully we will, so there's that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good choice. Yeah, and uh, alongside of that as well, I think that it'd be good to um, be thinking on one's own that we never actually published. It would be interesting to do that because it relates to liberal arts education. Like uh, when you're through with a read, it would be interesting to reflect on that, you know? Yeah, and and that's sort of similar to like around then probably would be a good time to talk about the human ten story as well, 
And I get your point, though, that we don't want to, like, forget everything. Um, but I think, actually, <laughs> we have so much material to reference that it's pretty easy to remind myself. And we also have this episode to listen to. <laughs> but it's not much of a difference between then and, you know, in another half a year or so. Yeah, and maybe we'll forget some of the details that don't matter anyways. And we'll have, like, a um, yeah, better story. Yeah, mm-hmm. a more curated uh, retelling. But uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, but I still wish, like, even during it, we do, weren't doing the podcast like during it because we started in the spring and this stuff happened in the fall or like up to the fall, including the fall. But it would have been fun to have something <laughs> during it also. But uh, yeah, that yeah, that's just. It, it'll, I think it'll go well in the future if we go back to it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It would have been cool to have one uh, contemporaneously as well, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, there there were articles instead. <laughs> I mean, yes. that, yeah, that's another thing. Like, if we could, yeah, have put up an article of our own or a podcast of our own, like, we had, like, the journalists that wrote about Reed, like, the articles that were really big like the one in the atlantic and the economist did a really good job i think i I think they were pretty much they 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 quoted people accurately and uh had a nice yeah they did their their reporting well but it it would would have been nice to uh have been able to speak for ourselves Mm -hmm. yeah you you did get quoted once but it wasn't like an interview yeah a couple of times but and I mean, yeah, the interview is much longer than that, but I mean, yeah, that's different from being able to say as much as you want. Hmm. I do remember at the time having lots of conversations with people. So personally, I have that, you know, to remember, but not in a published form for everyone to see. Yeah. Maybe in 20 years, I'll write a book and make some (laughs) money. (laughs) Or like, uh, the video that Aditya took and uploaded got like a hundred thousand views. Like if we had, oh, nice. <laughs> we could have put something on that. Actually, that's not <laughs> a good idea. But that would have it would have put our voice up. You could comment on the video. <laughs> Check out our podcast for more info. <laughs> because I, I read like everybody just before the articles went out and, and after, but people just it was like the crazy person view to be what we were. And like anyone you talk to, they'd be like, "Oh, like oh, RER is doing good work, blah blah blah." And yeah, it just felt like, uh, yeah, it, I don't know, like I was going crazy or something. But <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was very. Yeah. It would have been. Eventually, we basically got our side told to the world, but it would have been nice to be a more a part of that. Mm-hmm. and yeah i think we could have been but we like those articles i you know some of them i i could have written but <laughs> yeah for what we just didn't take that initiative hmm. yeah yeah i do see what you're saying there are certainly a, a collection of things that you did do uh, that i think are notable but 
uh, plenty of other things to talk to. Maybe it's a bit of a tangent. But yeah, and most I feel like what I did was mostly like internal to read, but I could have yeah talked to the outside world more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think being inside, it was even hard to conceive of, even though we constantly thought this was so crazy, like people... <laughs> I don't know, people shutting down classes, harassing professors, calling them, like, calling students and professors race traitors, and just the general environment of, like, nobody criticizing RER for any reason, except in, like, hushed whispers. That, it just seems so crazy to me, but it just never occurred to me to, like, present that as a story <laughs> to the outside world, I think. Even though, and, of course, to the outside world, it seemed, like, Ten times crazier than it seemed to me because <laughs> I had been there for a couple of years. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good point. That's a major distinction in the type of things we did. Uh, it was very much internally focused as opposed to saying anything of record to the outside world. Yeah. I think. Yeah. If if I ever am near something like that again, I think I'll know what to do. Basically. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> now you have uh, the lessons learned, so you know what to do next time. Yeah, and who to and talk to. I'm sure to. there will be another opportunity. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, honestly, that story I read was like kind of early in in the news cycle for that type of story. Like now, if that happened now, it would not be as big of a story, I feel like. Like there's like the protests uh, that happen now are so much crazier. It's just gotten so much worse in every way. But at the time, that's that was just like nuts. But that's true. Yeah, yeah. we had the early scoop, and now it's just like, oh uh, yeah, another liberal arts school <laughs> has a meltdown. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess there was Evergreen was kind of the first notable example, and then Reed was pretty notable. And then after that, there's been plenty of other examples. Yeah, yeah. Evergreen was the big one. Probably bigger than Reed, I would say. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. It, it was crazier. Yeah. 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 Because they were like physically <laughs> uh, yeah. ruling campus. Yes, in- interesting story. Very interesting. <laughs> So we've just finished talking about our worst episodes uh, of the ones that we've published. Of course, there are even worse ones that we haven't. But speaking of our history of publishing and just having conversations in general, we've been friends for a while, but like we were saying, we started having these conversations that we thought of as being part of a podcast, even if we didn't publish them, uh, since about the middle of 2017, right? 2018, around that time? Uh, I don't know. Whenever sophomore spring <laughs> <Okay>. was. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. Because uh, senior year was 2019 to 2020. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> how the question I have is, how do we think our podcasting style, our conversation style, what we choose as topics, all those sorts of things, how do we think that's changed since we started having these conversations up to now? 
Yeah, I, I, I don't really have any thoughts on this right now. <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah. Oh, have you noticed something that's changed? I think so. Yeah. So, I think there was a main change from when we started, or from before we published episodes to right as we were starting to publish episodes, and there was sort of a gradual transition, but it definitely was around that point, which was before then we would come up with a topic to talk about, but it was usually very broad and we didn't have a precise idea of how to start. It was more just like, okay, here's this topic. What do we think about it? And then we'd come up with whatever to say on the spot. Whereas I think that what we started to do was be a little bit more conscious of the structure and where we want to not just pick a topic that we're interested in, but to pick something a little bit more specific that we can have a concrete discussion about. And then also usually one of us would come up with some way to start it, like here's a proposition, let's discuss it, or something like that. So I think that the transition from being unstructured to having a little bit more structure, that was something I noticed uh, going to publishing. Do, do you think you noticed that? Yeah, and yeah, actually... I was just thinking of if we had transitioned or changed uh, since we saw, started recording or uploading. But yeah, I, that the transition from before we uploaded and after I definitely noticed. Um, uh, yeah, I think basically the podcast got a lot better um, for for the reasons you talked about once we started. Mm. Um, once we started uploading and. Yeah, when we were doing it in person, uh, read. I mean, yeah, we obviously most of our conversations weren't recorded. Like a tiny percentage were. Um, but yeah, I think what we recorded was more similar to like how we regularly have conversations. Probably, it, it was right, like yeah. more like the average conversation. And then afterwards, <clears throat> even though we didn't. It's not supposed to be like a, you know, a super produced uh, show where we're talking in a specific way, but still, after we started uploading, it became something different. It, it, yeah, it's like more of a product that we intentionally, consciously worked on. Yeah. And there were unconscious and conscious parts, I think, of how we're, we talk about or how we talk on the recording versus not like we usually have about <laughs> like a half an hour or an hour prelude to each uh, of our podcasts where we just talk about whatever. And I can definitely tell the difference between when we're talking then and when we're on the recording, it's, it's kind of a subtle, but it's significant. I think that uh, there's a, there's an idea of expectation about, how we're going to progress when we're talking on the recording versus when we're talking off recording it's it's very much more free form it's like okay we can go whichever way you go next it's less about i have an expectation that you're going to go in this direction and i'm going to follow you there yeah that's how i would describe it yeah and our recordings are you know supposed to be there's supposed to be an element of that, but it, yeah, it can't be too much like that. I, I guess you run the risk of 
just having <laughs> an hour of just rambling if you do something like that. But yeah, yeah, it's like when we're recording, we want to be open to going in new directions, but in a structured way, <laughs> I guess somehow. I think it's definitely a tension, but uh, we err more on the side of structure when we're recording. Yeah, I guess that saying structure is very vague. So what I'm thinking of is it's in terms of focus, because when we're just talking normally, like whenever we're having a conversation about whatever, I think that focus is very uh, not consistent. It's like there's something that I'll get focused on and then we'll just talk about that. And then the other things are like, eh, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, you talk about it a bit, but it's not something that you focus on. Whereas in the podcast, I think it's more like I'm making a specific effort to be focused. It's not just like, oh, well, that's whatever. I'm not, I'm going to ignore that. It's like I'm engaging completely with everything. Yeah. Um, At least from my perspective, that's how <laughs> I experience it. I don't think it's entirely conscious, but I think that's the result. Well, it engaging in like i think we're engaged with both types of conversations but when we're recording it's like yeah we want to follow this particular thread and and like yeah be engaged with that and then the other things we have to kind of let slide <laughs> i think something also is that uh i'm not one that is super interested in small talk usually anyway, but <laughs> like having the, uh, this route of having podcasts like this, I think has very much lowered my thresh or my, what would you call it? Um, my tolerance for small talk. <laughs> Cause I have such a, a default sort of way of talking. Like I can talk normally in this podcast mode and it feels normal and I'm comfortable with it. And then it's sort of implicit in that there's a goal of the conversation. There's a structure. There's some focus that I a priori am trying to uh, give you the benefit of the doubt that what you're saying is interesting so that I can respond to it. But <laughs> in any sort of you know general context, usually that is a strategy to become extremely bored in a conversation. <laughs> huh wait wait what's the strategy to be bored like if you give everything that someone says the benefit of the doubt is being interesting then you're just going to end up paying attention to a lot of things that don't matter at all huh yeah I, okay I, I mean i actually i had similar observation about it. it has i think lowered my tolerance for not just I, not just small talk, but just like I don't know, a lot of conversations. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, it's very cool to be able to point to like this thing as like a tangible product, and like to be able to think of it in that way. Because I'm able to now, you know, really tangibly think of how conversations should go, and like when someone says this, it should be responded to in this way in order to like 
actually follow up with the point and just like yeah etiquette stuff like that um everybody you know has ideas about that and follows you know some rules and etiquettes but <laughs> etiquette but uh we kind of made it into a uh, yeah kind of a formal <laughs> uh project but yeah i so like recently i talked with someone who we were talking about a podcast and it, it was like a conversation podcast and i i just i thought it, it was a terrible conversation and <laughs> and my friend was like oh no i thought i thought it was great like this particular person like made all these awesome points like i, I loved it and like the points that were being made were like points that he agreed with and so he thought it was like a great thing that those points mm. were being made and like he agreed with political like it was political and he agreed with them politically and i thought my problem wasn't it had nothing to do with politics <laughs> like it like w- yeah who i agreed with or yeah it had nothing to do with uh what i disliked i i just thought it was a terrible conversation because nobody followed up on each other's point it was just like one person making their point and then the other person making their point and mm. it wasn't a, it wasn't even a conversation as i see it so but i i'm i think i'm much better able to identify what exactly was wrong with that and then like i, I so i told this person like uh, this is so basically like things like um well he asked me like why why i didn't like it and what a good conversation is when I said that it wasn't a good one. And I, I was like, you know, when someone makes a point, the other person should, uh, follow up with it and kind of address the main idea of the point. And then, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, uh, feedback I had that was like specific to the conversation, but mm-hmm. yeah, I liked being able to do that. And yeah, that, that's part of, that's associated, I think, with uh, my having less of a tolerance for a lot of, yeah, a lot of conversations that <laughs> it's, it's not even unstructured conversation is fine, but sometimes conversation is just, yeah, people just wanting to talk and not even communicate, and that and that's uh, frustrating. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, you said a lot of things, so let's see. When you say that this is a formal project, I think it's like I see as uh, our conversation is as still pretty informal, <laughs> even though it's uh, more structured than our average conversation. But I think what it is maybe is that it's recorded in a way that we can go back and reference it, and we listen back to a lot of our episodes. And at least in my personal experience of that is that I get a really good idea of what things I did well in that episodes and which things I regret doing or thought I could do much better. And then, you know, going on to the next episode or whatever other conversation I have, I sort of can remember that. And I have a reference to, oh, yeah, I maybe I have a tendency to do this thing that I should avoid or whatever like that. And you can hear how that sounds to the other person by listening to yourself. But probably, you know, most people that uh, have the same, you know, baseline 
just don't get that chance to listen back to themselves and have that experience. So <laughs> they don't really have a a perspective on a conversation other than whether they agree or not, say, with the points being made. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think that's mainly what I meant by formal. Yeah, it's there's an almost formal or official process where we hmm. uh, try to improve. And, and yeah, I think listening back is an important, maybe the most important part of that. And, you know, part of that is also, like, we'll give each other feedback if we, or we'll just, like, talk about, like, how it went, like, both after, you know, the episode and after we listen to it. I think that's part of the formal or whatever you call it, the the process where we uh, talk very tangibly about a conversation which is something that's usually you don't reflect on really it's just something you just do and it comes naturally right right yeah so if it's so maybe yeah we'll look at an episode like a past like even you know the last episode is a good example where my feedback was like oh the first like 20 minutes or something i i i'm like i think we should get rid of that because of you know a bunch of specific specific reasons which is like Mm -hmm. Yeah, our, the topic was too broad. Um, we kind of, there was too much information presented that was not relevant to the main point that was being made. And then, yeah, and then what we did was we uh, chose, like, the main point that was being made that you were making, and then we just started from there. Uh, right, yeah. You know, w- whether or not, you know, I was right about that, uh, or you know, whether or not we improved on that, you know, hopefully, you know, over the long run and hopefully in general, uh, we're improving. And I guess even if we don't improve in every instance, there's still this process of thinking about the conversation. And yeah, that's, that's kind of the formal part I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And (laughs) to be sure, uh, I think that there are plenty of mistakes that I recognize that I've made in conversations in the past or by mistakes. I just mean like, I could have said that better or, oh, that was a bad way to approach that or whatever else. Uh, And I still do them anyway, because it's just natural. Like, (laughs) it's just a part of how I talk or whatever. But uh, I think, for example, one of the things is that I say like and um like so much during our podcast. Like, actually, I don't think I say them, I filler words that much normally. But for some reason in our podcast, I notice I say them a lot. <laughs> Maybe I say them a lot in general and I only notice them in the podcast. I'm, that's probably more true. But <laughs> yeah, I wonder. That's interesting because, yeah, you're not like recording everyday conversations. You can't really do that. But yeah, yeah. There's yeah. like a availability bias to that judgment, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, but, I, uh, I mean, I did, I did, I do that a lot too. And honestly, I don't, even, I don't know if I'm even improving that much in that way. <laughs> like most of my attention is, yeah, on like the substantive. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I said it there, but it's on improving like the content of what we're doing, and. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, eventually those things, yeah, there, there's something I could always go back to and try to improve as well. Yeah, but I see. Definitely, our... if we were like public figures, you know, that would be like <laughs> the only thing we'd look at. Yeah. 
Yeah, at that point it's too late to change anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that I see our conversations, or at least in an ideal form, it's the like ideal conversations that I want to have. It's this one place that we have control over basically everything, and we can make it as good as we can. So it seems yeah. it feels like we're in so much control that it's very empowering. It gives me uh, the confidence that, you know, if we want to make changes or we want to do things in a specific way, we can, and it really will make a difference to the outcome. Yeah. And, and I think it's important that, you know, there's no distractions and there's, you know, there's, there isn't like a bunch of people around all of who can chime in and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I th- uh, yeah, I think the ideal is basically like um, a platonic dialogue, right? <laughs> huh. Well, that's a good question. I, I think those are pretty good conversations, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think they're extremely good. Like, they're like, they're very well structured, and at the same time, they make very interesting points. And I think that's like a big tension, but I think they handle them very they handle that very well it's like you'll you'll see these long monologues and a very interesting kind of out there points but (laughs) they're definitely followed up on and explored and the the dialogues always end somewhere uh other than where they began Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay two things i want to pull from that um the first is making progress in a conversation I think this is something that we've developed really well over time and it's actually, at least from my side, it's inspired by a particular paper uh, most centrally. But it's the idea that we, we both come and do our conversation with a particular point of view or some set of opinions that we've developed beforehand. And throughout the conversation, the idea isn't just to share our opinions, right? It's to come to a better understanding of the topic than when we started. So each of us improves. And I think that this is something maybe that relates to how you're pointing to how other conversations go, where, you know, <laughs> it's like people are debating. Basically, the conversation is more of a debate and it's like, oh, well, you know, this is true. And then the other person says, well, actually, this is true. And then they have whatever kind of the political discussion it is <laughs> most commonly. But in our topics, it's uh, supposed to be that we make progress. And in particular, we're trying to converge our understanding. So it's not that, you know, one person comes in thinking they're probably right. And then they hear really bad arguments by the other side. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I'm definitely right now. And the paper that I'm referencing is the one by uh, Tyler and Robin, the yeah. uh, the meta rationality paper. Yeah, uh, yeah, that. Yeah, we I we probably didn't upload a recording of that, right? Even though we did talk about it, and I think we recorded it. We probably yeah, I think that was maybe before yeah. we were uploading. Yeah, but yeah, that paper. I think has been very important for me personally. Yeah, same. And yeah, maybe, yeah, it's like, it could be like the foundational paper of, <laughs> of this project. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, just the idea that there's no such thing as rational disagreement. Um, yeah. If you disagree, then there's no such thing as agreeing to disagree. It's uh, 
you know, that's the lie that you tell to cover <laughs> other things that are going on, which is like, I actually think that I'm right and you're wrong, but I don't feel like talking about that right now. So I'm just going to say agree to disagree. Or, yeah, if you, if you think about it, that's exactly what it means, right? It's like, I think you're wrong, but I can't convince you why. <laughs> yeah. Or, or yeah, or basically, yeah, it's basically that's what it means. But it could be something like, you know, you could be right, which is uh, usually people don't think that, but you could be right. But, um, yeah, well, just the idea that we're never going to resolve this. And then, so let's agree to disagree. But yeah, but yeah, usually also included with that is i'm right you're wrong um i mean it couldn't be any other way there's yeah you can't be like you're right but i disagree we're both right even though that, <laughs> that doesn't really work oh yeah that's that's a common one too oh that I, your view is a valid view uh, <laughs> well, yeah nice. so yeah i i mean obvious it's clearly not the case that um, just because all disagreement is irrational, that doesn't mean that you can resolve all disagreement. But it seems like it's worth a try, you know. And and if you can't, that seems like kind of uh, irrational uh, thing that you can't resolve that disagreement. Um, yeah, kind of an unnecessary uh, feature. Yeah, I think that. We've talked about this paper so much, and uh, it's like implicitly guided, I think, a lot of things. And we also had that recording about it that we haven't published. So I feel like we've talked, like, it's had a, such a huge impact, yet we've never actually explicitly talked about it on the show. We definitely need to talk about <laughs> it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talk about the Bible. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, okay. So maybe to push back a little bit on some of this mm-hmm. we're maybe not on on the paper but on your description of the conversation where it's like you know we both hold these opinions and when we come in and then we're open to changing them and we want to end up in the same place but I think sometimes uh it's actually uh, important to be able to know what your opinion is and then be able to forcefully make that argument. And I think that's actually important to ending up somewhere interesting in the end, ultimately. So I, I, I guess I just think that's another aspect to it, which mm-hmm. is different from the conversation aspect. Because if you're too... If you're too open to changing your ideas and um, your goal is just, you know, to end up at the same place, it, yeah, I think it just doesn't end up being an interesting conversation usually. But an interesting conversation is like, I firmly believe what I think, and then you firmly believe what you think, and then we, uh, it's, you know, we kind of, it's very painful to change your mind almost, <laughs> but but we end up doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely do see what you mean. Um, that, uh, you're right to phrase it as like, it's kind of a pushback, but actually it's not exactly, it sort of fits into that framework. 
yeah, you want to give the genuine uh, full force uh, argument for your point of view when you're presenting it. And then the convergence, uh, if it happens, ideally, is significant because of the difficulty in achieving that. Yeah. And if like someone doesn't present their view, they can't really even change their view because they don't they're not going to encounter what's wrong with their view unless they, you know, present the view and then the other person is able to say what's wrong with it if there is something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just and the only reason you would forcefully make your view uh publicly or orally is you know i i think is if if you the only reason you would do that is if you really uh, believe in it otherwise i think you're not not particularly motivated to make your argument um stuff like that but and then but if you are you know forcefully if you really believe in your opinion and um you want to state it um yeah, it's just kind of intention with the idea that we want to end up in the same place. So, yeah, I think that's interesting. But, huh. yeah, I, th- I think maybe this is something that we don't always have, but we, we could have more often is like we start with a thesis. One of us has a thesis that we really hold uh strongly and then we make and then we talk about that uh I, yeah i think maybe some of the ones that haven't gone as well maybe even the tax one is an example of that that, that was my choice for mm. worst episode it's like that there wasn't that disagreement to begin with or there wasn't like two yeah two deeply differing viewpoints to begin with it was just like a topic basically yeah there wasn't really a well-formed view being discussed (laughs) yeah or yeah or even there there kind of was in the sense of the papers like a well-formed view that we're discussing but neither of us held a (laughs) we had views on it but there wasn't like a view that we cared about and that we wanted to make and that the other person would disagree with yeah. Yeah, I think that the way that you phrased it was very interesting that it's not exactly a conflict, but there is a tension between well at the end of this conversation we want to agree, but in getting there we want to disagree as genuinely and forcefully as we can. <laughs> we want to make the the case for our disagreement. Yeah. So it is interesting how there is that um there's that tension i think that you're right that the episodes that turned out to be less interesting to me uh personally are the ones where there wasn't much of a conflict (laughs) i think that there's a balance between you don't want it to be so much of a conflict that it turns into a debate Uh, i think there is a distinction between what we're doing and a debate because in a debate i would say that the point is not to change the other person's mind is just to make or or to change your mind in particular it's just to make the best case for your original point of view but our things are really like you want to make the best case for your current point of view and then you want at the end for your current point of view to be the same or at least you know very similar to 
your opponents or <laughs> your conversation partner. <laughs> yeah. So at each step of the way, you're making the best case for your point of view, but you're changing and updating it based on new things that you hear. Yeah. What what was your worst episode again? It was the Heem 110 story one. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's another example of where we didn't have that. There, there was just no, <laughs> no tension. Yeah, I think it was... So we had Alex on for that one, and Alex also gave us some good feedback on this as well, which was basically that, you know, there wasn't really a lot for him to respond about. It was more just like, whoa, wow, that happened. <laughs> So yeah, there yeah. wasn't really the tension. It was more just us going off on Reed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the morality episode, which was my number one, is hmm. a very good example of where we um, we started out with totally different views, and then we I think we both changed our views, and we both converged basically. Yeah. On on much of it, so. That, yeah, so to me, that was pretty close to ideal. Uh, yeah, some of these other episodes, yeah, some of them have kind of a disagreement, so, but some of them don't really. So, yeah, m- maybe it, se- it seems like there's definitely a way to have these interesting conversations without it being, uh, without us having very different views. But yeah, mm-hmm. my feeling was just kind of that. Um, yeah, so when it doesn't go well, it, that seems to kind of be the reason sometimes. But yeah, it seems like, you know, maybe the, like with the movie one, it's it's not like we had very different opinions about that um, going into it that we wanted to stay, but it still went well, as we, hmm. both, we both thought. But yeah, that, we don't have to think about that too much. I guess that... I can see that uh I remember in the in the movies when the persona Mulholland Drive causes Sils Maria. So I had a pretty strong thesis going into it and I was making an argument for that. And I think that you like I mean I was explaining my thesis throughout the episode, so it, it wasn't that you disagreed or agreed with it from the beginning. But it seemed like you sort of developed an understanding of it throughout the episode as opposed to uh, at the beginning having the same view, right? Oh, wait, what What was your thesis? If you can... That there was this uh, common theme of the double women in the, the movies. And they were exploring similar dynamics of that very strong particular sub, sub-genre. Oh, huh. You don't remember? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, I remember the point. I, I just don't remember exactly how the conversation went. But, yeah, well, but maybe, but, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, you know, the conflict wasn't as much there, but, it, yeah, it seems like it helped to have, like, a strong thesis going into it. I remember the, uh, so... Maybe this is kind of an interesting example. The Elon Musk and Kanye West episode. So for that one, uh, we kind of split up the background work where you looked into Elon Musk and I looked into Kanye West. Like I listened to some of his music and stuff like that. 
and uh, I definitely had a pretty uh, different opinion of Kanye going into that conversation <laughs> than I came out of it with. Like, I totally did not get Kanye at all, and I thought it was pretty dumb. <laughs> at least his music. <laughs> yeah. But I think I got a much better appreciation for it afterward. So I, I think that that changed my mind about some things. Yeah, that one's definitely, that one's kind of a bizarro episode. It's like different, <laughs> different yeah. format. The way I would a priori split up the episodes would be there are some where we're exploring something that we both have a pretty similar idea of and we're just kind of talking about it because it's interesting. And then there are other ones where it's like there's this contentious idea that we're trying to figure out and we don't have a good understanding of it beforehand and we're trying to reach a better understanding. Yeah. Like, um, for example, the Scalia and the Law one, I think we both were pretty on the same page on that one, even from the beginning, but it was such an interesting topic and there were so many things to say about it that it was an interesting discussion regardless. Yeah, that one, yeah, that one's kind of strange. Yeah, but I think, yeah, the one of the things that made that one good is that I, you know, I had read the book and I had, yeah, I also knew about Scalia and I really liked the book. So, and then you read it as well. So we, we just had like a good foundation of knowledge basically for starting uh, the conversation. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, we both read the same thing. It was very like clearly written. So <laughs> yeah, we, so I think that that was one good thing about it. And I think it differed in a few good ways from the Nietzsche one because we had some interesting comments to go beyond exactly what Scalia wrote. Like there was some context to talking about Scalia, whereas I think the the Nietzsche uh, essay was kind of like it said everything it needed to say. <laughs> and we were just explaining that. Yeah, I, I think it could have gone more, but we just... I chose to stick closer to the text, but like I, I want, okay. I talked a little bit about like the art stuff and I, I think that one, that topic I could have developed a lot more, but I brought that up like late in there and, um, yeah, it just wasn't, uh, the focus of the conversation, but I, yeah, I think there were ways where we, we could have expanded it, but we just chose not to. Okay. Yeah. That, that's a better description. I think. Yeah, um, should we talk about how we think it should go from here? Sure. Uh, Just one last thing, though, about reflecting on the past. Um, I think that one other thing that I noticed being really good is that I can reference episodes that I've done. So, like, when I'm talking to a friend about something that... Uh, you know, I'm interested in, and then I remember, oh yeah, we did this episode on it, or perhaps maybe I'm talking to them about it because it's related to something we talked about in an episode. It's like, hey, you should listen to this episode when I talk about something related to this or, you know, the context of this or whatever. And I found that really cool that I can do that. And it feels like I have a product of what I thought about. And it's not just, you know, the personal theory that I've been now it's an actual thing that I can reference and critique and 
uh, extract uh, lessons from things like that. And I yeah. found that surprisingly useful is the wrong word, but just like valuable. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's, yeah. It's really nice to be able to point people to episodes. Um, and yeah, I think there's, you also made the point that it, it feels like more of a real thing once it's published. Hmm. And yeah, I definitely agree with that. I, and I, I like that. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like publishing something that you wrote on, even just online. It, it, hmm. Yeah. Kind of seems more substantial once it's out there. I, yeah. I do think, yeah, the conversations are a little bit less uh, substantial, a little bit less of a polished product than writing something. Yeah, you know, writing is just forces you to be much more concise and stuff like that. But it's like kind of an intermediate step. That's how we think about it between like thinking stuff and writing something. So yeah, like if we wrote the forty-six episodes of content, even just writing like the content of one episode, that's like it. It just would be very. It would be very hard. I think. Um, and, and also we just, we wouldn't do it. It's, it's just not practical (laughs) because it's hard. I think basically, but well, you have tried to do the transcripts, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. But those are machine transcripts. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, writing is very different from reciting something and then having that transcribed. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I, I think that's something that's nice about talking it's like much more much much more natural than writing um yeah even though podcasting is like the much newer technology than writing but (laughs) writing is much uh talking is much more natural and and it's like good for exploring and developing in kind of a free-form way uh your thoughts and then yeah writing is kind of better for having I think for creating something solid and substantial maybe mm-hmm. um, but it's much harder to write I think like people have writer's block all the time but you know generally people don't have uh, talker's block <laughs> there isn't a point where they can't walk outside and like or if like a friend or their parent calls them, you, you know, you, you can always kind of talk and talk and talk. <laughs> it's true. It's like kind of an unlimited amount that you can talk. Yeah. I, that's a f- and it's pretty much effortless. Uh-huh. I think that at least the kind of talking that we're doing now we try to put some effort into it so it's not just off the cuff talking of course and i think that a trend that we've both noticed i don't think we've mentioned it yet is that the episode like the the more preparation we do for an episode usually the better it is (laughs) yeah Uh, uh, which is a good sign that we're doing good preparation when we do do it um i think that it's kind of an interesting concept to think about it like podcast is intermediary between just a 
a phantasmal idea out in the ether and then it being an actual thing uh, on written paper in its final form. It's between those two. It's like a the developing of an idea, but not yet quite polished, um, but still published and referenceable. I think that um, it's, it's interesting because usually we want to do some preparation in, ter- in the form of writing. So it's like, is it better to do a, a written piece that's not like, you know, final position, but it explores the beginnings of a point of view and then to talk about it. And then after talking about it, you write your final paper. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would be good. And I think that would be a good way to write papers. Like starting a paper is so hard for me and and I think for a lot of people and sometimes the advice is just like to to sit down and just write whatever comes to mind um but or you know the advice is like to talk to people about your idea or like get your idea from class but Mm -hmm. yeah so I I think yeah it's um kind of talking about it and then writing about it later works well yeah yeah, that totally makes sense to me. I I have this goal of writing a blog and doing it more regularly. Uh, so a lot of the topics that we talk about on the podcast are related to things that I would want to write about. So I think that maybe that's a interesting workflow I could try is like, how does it go if I try to write about things that we've talked about in the podcast? Yeah. Not like, you know, a like summary of the episode or anything like that, but more like, okay, here's my position on this thing. And then I can reference or implicitly is like, I got this idea from talking about it in the podcast. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely doable. Of course, I, I think probably you wouldn't want to do it for every episode. That seems like a lot oh, yeah. of work, <laughs> but that's, yeah, telling. Uh, and I'll, yeah, and also like, for our episodes, I mean, we both 100% agree that it's good to prepare, like it helps the episodes and it's good to have something written down. But I think, you know, it's very telling that we very rarely write anything down. <laughs> that it's like, yeah, I don't, yeah, but even this uh, this episode, like it, uh, like I asked like what your idea was and to like write it. And then even though it was like a two sentence description, it helped a lot, but hmm. Yeah, yeah, and we did should... the preparation in terms of coming up with the episodes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But yeah, usually our topics are like more, you know, substantial and we should write stuff down and often we don't. Um, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it works anyway, but there's certainly a correlation between preparation and the quality. But even when it works, I think it could only help to write it down. And it, um, it couldn't hurt to write it down. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I see what you're saying. It's always an improvement, and we should do it more often. <laughs> yeah. Or or neutral, but it probably doesn't hurt. Yeah. 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 Uh, th- this is related to something else as well. So I guess we're in the talking about the future right now, right? So, um, I've noticed that. It seems like the trend that we have is that we get into these um, sequences where 
we'll have a few episodes that are like really good and that we're like kind of on a roll and then there'll be doldrums for a few episodes and then we'll get back into something that we're both interested in again and then it'll be good for a few episodes and then it'll go back and it sort of seems like this uh this pattern and (laughs) i'm not quite sure how to predict it it seems hard to tell but i think that one of the main predictors is consistency so like if we um miss a week or if we forget to prepare a topic or something like that (laughs) that usually uh, seems like it's enough to throw us off for a week or two that's what i've noticed yeah, I, I definitely agree that we have, yeah, we, we have, like, it, there is, like, a cycle. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the word I was looking for, cycle. <laughs> I I don't, yeah, I don't totally agree with part of, part of it, which is, like, if we take a week off, then it, it doesn't go as well the next week, but I, I don't know about that i think maybe if we did it the week that we took off i think maybe that might have gone badly just because um i mean if we didn't do that that means you know there wasn't like one particular topic that we both really wanted to and and then so we we kind of forced something into existence Mm -hmm. and i but yeah but i you know i couldn't you know say exactly what it is that makes us have those cycles <laughs> yeah it's totally unpredictable it's kind of funny but yeah it's so consistent i think that so this is this is kind of the question that i think is prompted from this is that should we be more selective of when we record or less so say you know we're not particularly motivated for a week for whatever reason like maybe we were busy or we just didn't come up with a good topic in time whatever and uh we get to that point should we decide okay should we delay or should we do it anyway and then you know sometimes just miraculously it'll be a good episode as soon as we start talking i I don't think delaying works i i I just I don't think yeah inspiration works like that I I think I think it works that we have a schedule and because we have the schedule we um yeah we come up with a topic for it and it's not like we were I I don't think it works that we're we're just like doing our lives and then you know every so often we get a good idea and then that's when we talk about it yeah, yeah. I, I i think it's actually kind of artificial kind of constructed uh in a way yeah but so i think if we yeah if we delayed it we could delay it every week basically and or we could do it yeah or we could do it every week i yeah i don't think that's the important thing hmm. i i do think yeah i think like preparation kind of matters um yeah, uh, I think maybe the part that goes up and down is just preparation doesn't always work because the idea needs to be interesting and kind of work for the format. And that's basically, that's an intuitive thing. 
you know, you can't calculate that. So sometimes, as with anything creative, um, you can have, you know, insightful moments and you can have moments where there's no insight. And, and yeah, but I think those moments of insight are created only because there is a schedule and yeah if we allowed the possibility of not having that i think we'd just get less and less insights yeah yeah i that makes sense to me i guess that it's also that sometimes when you're during the course of preparation you realize that you're not having any insights <laughs> and then you're like oh well i guess i'm not very interested in this <laughs> but i but think that, that's right is that we might then, as well yeah. just plan it being uh consistent and then you know sometimes it's not going to work and that's going to be okay yeah although with that being said i i think i like just putting up one episode a week and i I think we should do more of like personal projects that we put up uh, that aren't conversations and i think in the long term like you know definitely like if one of us like I'll, you know, I'll be tra- traveling at some point next year, but when one of us is traveling or, you know, taking finals or something, we'll, we won't be able to do the conversation. But I think, yeah, especially in those times, we'll be able to just put something up that we created on our own casually. But yeah, that's an idea I, I like. It, it's, I think, a lot more work than the conversations, but i think that would go well mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah and actually this is something i was thinking of before so this relates to maybe long-term projects where it's something that we're not preparing you know just the week in advance it's something that we've been doing passively for longer maybe it's an individual project and would be probably better for this yeah and then it can just be released when there's an opportunity or whenever it's done you know yeah yeah i like that or yeah i mean it can be just yeah something casual i mean something you can just sit down and and like do a monologue type thing just put it (laughs) up yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and we have a few of those planned for anyone that's interested yeah but (laughs) who knows what that means yeah within the next year we promise (laughs) I guess we could always pull a, a manifold and just completely go offline. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Their name is almost the same. <laughs> it's Yeah, because the guy got canceled, right? Did oh, you see is that, that what happened? Oh, you didn't know? Oh yeah. Yeah, the host got canceled. <laughs> oh. It was something totally stupid, but I, I oh. think he talked about race, pro- I think or um something like that wait what they never talk about anything like that during their episodes though i think you made a comment on like race and iq uh at some point somewhere yeah oh, it, okay when i read it it was something totally reasonable from from what i remember but uh, and i don't think yeah he he could have kept doing it but whatever yeah why would he stop the podcast though i assume the canceling would be from his job yeah i think he lost like yeah some position but i'm sure he's still a professor and yeah whatever but uh i mean every 
people do people do that uh people go away when they get canceled even though they shouldn't like mm-hmm. louis ck did that you know his fans <laughs> couldn't have cared less <laughs> that he um <laughs> yeah did whatever but yes huh yeah uh, okay yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> We're not planning on getting canceled, but if we do, we promise we'll continue to talk about <laughs> random stuff on the podcast. Okay, well... Yeah, I mean, there's... Unless I'm arrested, like, why would I stop <laughs> doing the podcast? Uh, I, you know, of course, it's a harrowing experience, but... Uh, yeah. You can just talk about it on the podcast. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't have a publisher. He, do, I mean, Manful doesn't either. Like, you just talk into a computer and you put it up you know maybe simple cast will ban us because <laughs> they're owned by like whatever spotify Google. but they can't that doesn't even matter like because we own the the pod, like the podcast it's like the rss feed we can just hmm. transfer that to i mean we could host it on our own server like there's pretty much i guess if yeah there's pretty much not not anything people can do even if Apple bans us, we're still available on everywhere else and people can still download us. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really worried about it anyway, but <laughs> I don't think we will be the first to get canceled like that. Yeah, but it's why Manifold should not have gone off the air. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully it'll come back at some point. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, moving on so let's see there's uh like some there was a long-term project that i've mentioned to you previously which relates to the trump cast which is um i want to come up with this like comprehensive theory of trump you know uh do you remember me mentioning this yeah yeah so I want to gather a bunch of source material about like everything that's happened and that he's done and the way that he acts about things, all the notable things, and then, you know, giving an explanation uh, that uh, accounts for it all. And I think it would be a super interesting project. And I think that given, you know, the conversations we've had and both on the air on the Trump cast and then and outside of that, I think we have an interesting perspective that would be a unique addition to the corpus of Trump-related material. And I think we could do an interesting product with it, like, you know, an ebook kind of thing. Or an essay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this sounds like a project I was doing for a little bit. But, yeah, I don't... It's very hard, but... Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't I haven't really done much on it yet. <laughs> As you've noticed, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think you should, you know, yeah. You could put up parts of it on on here. Um, it would be very interesting if it if it got completed, or if it even, yeah, if there was some progress on that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to continue working on it in the long run. I can't give any deadlines on it, but <laughs> I think that I give it as an example of the sort of project that is a cool, long-term, personal style project that we can 
release in bits in the podcast because it's a related thing Mm -hmm. or even talk about it on the podcast it can be the subject of episodes if it comes to that sort of thing yeah i mean yeah that was what yeah trumpcast um is (laughs) it's i mean it's only two at this point but (laughs) yes yeah i love that we gave it its own name (laughs) Yeah. The first episode was hopefully this is the last time we talk about drums. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I think that we've gone through a lot here and I think it's been a very interesting discussion, but there's one last thing uh that I wanted to get to. So is there anything you want to talk about before then? Um Yeah, I guess yeah. Uh We should just be prepared, of course, as always. But I don't know. The topic selection is kind of... I think we haven't really figured that out. Um, mm. That's kind of an interesting part. But yeah, I don't... There's... Yeah, like I was saying, I, there isn't really, I think, a formula to it. It's just... It's kind of an art to picking the topics. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is kind of funny because we have this giant list of topics that we have in store, so we have no shortage of topics. But every week, it's always a struggle. Like, ah, oh, gosh, what do we talk about this week? <laughs> because I think a part of it is that we don't really have a lot of connection. So sometimes there's like something we happen to have been talking about over chat or whatever, but. Sometimes it also is just, you know, <laughs> there isn't a lot that we've talked about. And it's like, okay, it's time for talking about something in particular. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it, what it is. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't really use the list. <laughs> I, I know, I know you, you're adding to it, but I'm, it just, yeah, kind of. I think has to be more organic. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, we can talk about your final conclusion. Okay. So this is something that you've mentioned before, and I wanted to make sure to get to, which is how are we living up to the idea of metanosis? How does the meta work into it, and how does the gnosis work into it? Hmm. Good question. We have an episode talking about why we chose that name, and that episode, I think, outlines a few of the aspirations we have. So the question then is, like, how how are we accomplishing them, and how should we accomplish them better? Yeah, and and I recently I read a book on Gnosticism, and I, I got a much better understanding of our name. Oh. I, I felt like, and basically, Gnosis is like uh, apparently there were two words for knowledge in Greece, and and one of them was Gnosis. The, the other one, I, I don't know what it is, but what the word was, but it was more like knowledge as in facts about the world and then gnosis was like knowledge about it was like self-reflective knowledge basically 
and some people thought that gnosis was like the only you know re- real kind of knowledge and like once you understood yourself you understood everything that was important basically and that that's kind of the kind of thing you could get within gnosticism mm. uh, according to them but yeah and i i like that and i think it's a good thing to aspire to basically like the kind of i think it's good to it's basically like deeper knowledge as opposed to just knowing a bunch of facts and i think that's um a good thing to aspire to so yeah i think we've we've made good progress towards and we've i guess we've not exactly progress um i don't think that's what we're going for but i think we've had we've had examples of that kind of pursuit um yeah more and i think that's what makes a conversation interesting we're talking about you know gnosis as opposed to just a bunch of facts huh oh yeah that's a that's a good way to connect it to that earlier part of our discussion yeah so there's something that we're identifying about good conversations and we're linking it to this idea of gnosis yeah i think yeah um i think that's it's it's a clear one to me it's like yeah if there if there isn't like more insight into yourself something to do with yourself and and your understanding of reality then it's like why have a conversation at all so hmm. yeah it, it, it works for me hmm yeah yeah i i can see that and i haven't read what you've read about narcissism in particular but i think i have a roughly similar idea of it i think that um it's similar maybe to the idea of wisdom versus intelligence kind of thing yeah i think so yeah exactly okay yeah and <clears throat> at least uh, this might be stretching it a little bit but i think of the the meta gnosis part the reason that the the meta works into it i would say is that we're usually not talking about something super concrete like we're not talking about how to live your life in particular or <laughs> how to do some particular thing but it's more about how to think about things or how to um I, I don't want to keep reusing words that I've used, but yeah, how to how to think about things. So for example, you know, Scully and the law, it's like how to think about what the law means. It's not really about the law in particular, although he makes plenty of uses of it, but it's about how to think about the law on morality. Um it's not about how to do particular moral things. It's like what is morality and how does it work uh, in the abstract? Um, and then, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of looking at my list of episodes that I liked. Uh, the Elon Musk and Kanye West. Why, why did this interest us? Well, it was about these two extremely creative people. And 
there was something that we could abstract from both of their experiences that was shared. And we were talking about why that's significant and what the implications of that are for being successful or creative in the way they are in general. So I think that the the abstraction uh, talking about uh, ways of viewing the world, ideas, uh, as opposed to particular things, um, I find that to be something that makes a conversation good on our podcast in particular. What do you think of that? <laughs> or am I sort of <laughs> making us sound more uh, complicated and sophisticated than we actually are? Oh, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that seems right. Yeah, yeah, I th and I think like that you used an example of the Elon and Kanye one. Um, yeah, it's, we didn't, it, we didn't start with, you know, the abstract categories of like, we didn't just talk about like creative people in general and what these odd maverick figures do <laughs> and stuff. Like, but we, we actually started with, you know, a very concrete example and then we went on to these interesting topics. So, yeah, I, we have both in there, but yeah, it's kind of a little bit of attention, but or a mix, but yeah, I, I think that's a good uh, insight into uh, the podcast. Uh, and this wraps around again to that problem we were mentioning of, or not problem, but the the situation of choosing episode topics so what does make a good episode topic it's just very hard to tell and there's an art to it it's uh it's something that we can't predict and it's hard to be very consistent about doing it well so we're we're getting better at that but it's difficult i think that it's it is such an uh it, it is like this for us because of the nature of our podcast our podcast isn't like, you know, uh, the <laughs> the politics podcast or the philosophy podcast or the, um, I don't know, the sports podcast. <laughs> we don't really have a genre like that. It, we pick very different kinds of topics for every week. And the only way that you could ever think of it all as being part of the same program would be something like this idea that you already explained the idea of gnosis and what I expanded to metanosis. I'm relying that as being the core by which everything is being held together. That's, that's what we are. We end up choosing in our topics. It's not necessarily that we're, <laughs> uh, I don't know if we necessarily started out from the beginning choosing it like that. It's just like, we noticed that this is what we're interested in talking about. And we both agree that we're interested in talking about these kinds of things. So we've coalesced around that. Yeah. Okay. W one thing I did notice about <laughs> the choosing episodes, I think at least from my list, um, but this is, I mean, it's my list of course, but I mostly chose stuff um yeah from from my list 
basically, I, I chose episodes that I, that, um, the topics were topics that I chose. I, I don't know. I don't know what, what that means. Um, from my list. Yeah. The Trump one maybe wasn't me. I, I, I don't remember. Yeah. Mm. Is what do you think? Like, yeah, maybe I'm just choosing them because <laughs> maybe it's, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it's not a good thing that I choose my own topics. Or I chose my own topics as the episodes I like most. Well, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I mean, the my number one episode was a topic that you chose. So I guess that maybe what about the other ones uh let's see i think was the morality one um your choosing that did i choose the nationalism one and you chose the morality one uh yeah you chose the nationalism one definitely uh yeah, I, the Marley one. I guess that one might have been like both of ours, a little bit. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, I I think it was me, but like both of we both chose it. But yeah, so I guess that's an example on, on my list also. Hmm. Of no. not me, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'd have to think about it more, but I guess. A priori, it's not very surprising <laughs> that uh, you would prefer the ones that you already knew you were interested in. I I don't know about that. I don't know. Hmm. You think <laughs> that you might enjoy it more if you didn't know you were interested in beforehand, and then you like found a new thing that you were interested in. Maybe. Uh, and like even like the morality one was my first number one one. And even though, yeah, like the topic is something I'm familiar with, it was um, being exposed to something that I'm unfamiliar with that uh, added to it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It is a good question, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure there is something to say about it, but nothing's coming to mind at the moment. <laughs> okay, uh, so that that was uh, your conclusion, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's basically it. So a year, uh, a year of podcasting down, who knows how long this will go around for, but <laughs> hopefully uh, we'll continue strong for another year. Yeah, 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 I I don't know, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think this choosing the topics is a very interesting <laughs> topic. <laughs> Oh uh, yes. Uh, going forward, yeah, because it could, it really, I mean, it shapes our podcast more than 
almost any other decision that we make, but it it's still like the process is still going to be kind of haphazard and random just just because you know there's an infinite number of things that we could talk about, and then we boil it down to one thing uh yeah yeah i I think we, yeah, I don't know, maybe we could be crazier with it. I don't know, but mm. it's a and i I think this i mean for me when I'm choosing them it's it's just like too many things that I could choose that makes it paralyzing <laughs> um so sometimes we get on like a series and then that makes it easier to choose a topic because it just falls from the last one, right but in general, it's not like that. Yeah, yeah, I do think that that has been a more recent development is doing series, and I, I like that. I think that we should continue looking for opportunities to do that when they arise. I think that uh, one thing that we haven't done as much that might be interesting to experiment with is <clears throat> topics that are a little bit more particular. So talking about something very specific and then maybe generalizing that in the course of the episode rather than the point of the episode being some very general topic and we use examples to build it up. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm open to that. Yeah, it's just an area we haven't explored as much. Yeah, there's also in our topics, I mean, another thing that uh, has slowed us down or, uh, yeah, I, I can't remember if we skipped a week because of this, but sometimes you'll have an idea and I just, I couldn't imagine talking about it, so <laughs> we won't. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, almost never happens, but it's happened a couple of times. Yeah, and I think that's totally fair, and I would do the same if I had this <laughs> experience with one of your suggested topics. Yeah, and then, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, that's kind of one constraint on choosing something. It's just like, <laughs> whenever we... Pre- well, yeah, and all, but in general, like, when we think about it, I mean, it's in this context, so it's like, you know, in general, uh, there's no approval or a disapproval. Like, it just kind of works. But it's because we've thought about um, what might work. And then sometimes... It still won't, but, um, yeah, like when we, yeah, when we think of topics, it has something to do with what will work for both of us. Yeah, it's very much experimental because (laughs) you can't know beforehand. You have to see, like, is this going to be a good topic? Well, you both have to get the other person to agree and then also do the episode and have it end up being a good topic. You can't, like, know, ah, for sure this is going to be good. Yeah, there are very few that I went in knowing it was going to be good and came out like satisfied. (laughs) Oh, really? Uh Yeah, I think that most of the ones that we've done, I was surprised that they were good. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, that's strange. Okay, wait, but then, 
like the yeah. Elon Musk and Kanye West episode. Like I had no idea what oh, was gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> but but you agreed to it. That's, that's, oh yeah 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 yeah. Huh. Um. So yeah, so you were open enough to it going good that you agreed to talk about it. Yeah. I think I might be a little bit too open actually for some things. Mm-hmm. Like I will be like, Oh yeah, I can talk about that even though I know some <laughs> deep down that it's like, eh, I don't really have anything interesting to say about that. <laughs> mm. Oh. I can't yeah. give an exact example, but I can definitely remember experiencing that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, if if your intuition that it wouldn't be interesting was an accurate one, then we sh- should certainly use that intuition. I guess one more thing kind of relates to what we talked about, I think, last week, or recently. Uh, maybe not recorded, but I, th- I found really interesting the difference between strategy and puzzle games and i think we basically came came to the idea that you know strategy games there's so many variables that you have to rely on your intuition to play them while puzzle games require less intuition and kind of all the variables are right in front of you and uh it's, it's like kind of doing a math equation from there so I think with yeah the topics I personally like the topics where uh I think you need some intuition or maybe a lot of intuition uh and then yeah that I think that leads to broader topics and then yeah I think some of the ones that I <laughs> I didn't want to do or like puzzle like ones that I thought were puzzle like where yeah. it was yeah very narrow huh yeah yeah that's a really good analogy I remember us talking about that and I, I definitely can think of a few episodes <laughs> that were a bit too uh, analytic maybe would be the more specific term for oh, yeah, that, I mean, that was what I thought about the tax one mm-hmm Which, in retrospect, seems like a correct judgment, at least for how we ended up executing it. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, I thought that in retrospect, but, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can see what you mean. I think I definitely have less of a bias towards the more uh, puzzle-like conversations. For some reason, I find that <laughs> intuitively <laughs> appealing. Hmm. But I think I'm coming to a better understanding of when that can be good and when that doesn't translate well into a conversation. Maybe I can do that for a, a monologue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that'd be good. I, yeah, because, yeah, and I guess there needs to be both. Uh, like, there needs to be, like, a solid foundation. Um, and that's that can't be totally about, you know, intuition. Yeah, yeah. You have to start with something in common. I guess that uh, it's it's kind of interesting to think about the doing personal project type things. Because why would I want to release a podcast episode if I could just write something? 
because we were talking about podcasting being a sort of intermediary between it being an ethereal concept and then uh, getting onto the page published in some form. Well, uh, uniquely about a podcast is you're having a conversation with someone, right? So you're getting this immediate back and forth feedback uh, about your idea and input from someone else on the same topic. If not, you know, they don't have the exact same idea that you do. But uh, <clears throat> that seems something particularly unique to podcasting. You can't really do a collaborative writing in that way, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's less common. I guess you could try, but mostly it would take the form of talking and then writing. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think um, a lot of what we said about podcasts applies to just recording on your own as well. Or, you know, a part of it applies, which is, yeah, it's kind of easier to talk than it is to write down. And that's even if you're just talking into a microphone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you don't script your entire conversation beforehand, then you can sort of describe it in words in a much more streamlined way. Your entire uh, monologue, you mean? Yeah, I can imagine podcasters that do monologues that are scripted beforehand. Oh, oh yeah, okay. That, I mean, that takes as much time as <laughs> writing, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're doing that, there's no difference. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that there's like um, this podcast called Clockwork Game Design, and the person is this indie game developer and then they'll just have you know a 30 minute monologue where they talk about some game design thing and i find it super interesting because it's like you know it's not a written essay it could it would be much more cleaned up as an essay but in talking about it it's sort of structured and that they have an idea already but the formulation of it in words and giving examples and quick asides and things like that it's it's definitely does seem like a different kind of experience I'm kind of rebutting my original <laughs> position that I presented, <laughs> which would be like, why would you ever record a monologue rather than just write an essay? Oh yeah, well, and yeah, I was I was thinking yeah that it would be a less structured thing that you would record, and I I think it's yeah very different from writing. Um, it's it's just a lot easier. Um, for one, and uh, yeah, I mean, for a lot of the same reasons. I mean, you could think intellectually, you know, it, it might seem like writing is kind of similar to speaking, and like, yeah, if you can have the thoughts and and say them, then you might as well write them down. But I think in practice, they're just yeah, very different. I, I think speaking is maybe an order of magnitude easier. Yeah, even just speaking on your own. That intuitively seems right. This is an interesting topic, though. It'd be, I'll have to think about it more. I have a, <laughs> I have a YouTube channel, and I made a video where it's uh, for some reason I wanted to try out iMovie to make an animation. So <laughs> I just <laughs> for four minutes I talked about 
why we should uh to solve the problem with like landfills and stuff like that we should just shoot our trash into space <laughs> so <laughs> i just made this video where i say that for like four minutes talking about this and i just have it uh in the background there's a, a like a planet and then like a piece of trash flying away from the planet <laughs> and that's the entire video <laughs> that's a great monologue i should uh should adapt that uh, podcast form <laughs> yeah yeah see it wasn't uh, written down <laughs> no it was really bad <laughs> yeah and I, it kind of makes sense if i if you think about people i think like writing is such a recent invention and it feels like you know creatures have been create, communicating orally for way longer than they've been writing yeah so, yeah you know, and people you know go in front of other people and talk and you know that's that's also not a conversation but the old tradition yeah but pretty much a kind, kind of a lost tradition or you know it's not something people work on as much anymore uh speaking at length without interruptions mm. but it's something people have been doing for a long time oh uh, yeah it's it's interesting to think about that like yeah when you read about greece it's uh, in ancient athens uh or you know this uh, in uh the Peloponnesian wars cities it's it's like all about people speaking publicly it's like how everything happened uh huh. There wasn't anything written, really. Well, and people, and yeah, there was some stuff written down, but it wasn't as important. Right. Like people would write down what people were saying in like these public forums and in the governing body. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if it was more common at that point to just like, if you wanted to hear someone's, uh, like, you know, equivalent of an essay, you would just talk to them and say, Hey, can I hear what you had to say about this? And they just like talk to you for a half an hour, like straight telling you their <laughs> view. <laughs> I, I think you just go to the public event where, where they talk about it. Oh yeah. 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 yeah that's probably more <laughs> practical. <laughs> and, then, and then you can follow up. Uh-huh. Huh, yeah, well that's uh that inspires me to try an experiment of like I w if I want to write about something, why don't I just do an a monologue and see how that goes first and then see if it affects how I think about it or what I want to write. Yeah. I it's I think it's Yeah, it's easier. So yeah, yeah, you could even I guess right afterwards. Okay. Uh, should we end here? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's a good place to end. Uh, or maybe not really. <laughs> it's not really a natural ending, but <laughs> I think we've said everything we wanted to say. Okay. All right. Stopping the recording.